Welcome to Scottish Farm Advisory Service Podcast. You can find out more about FARS on our website, www.fars.scot, or if you need advice, then call our helpline on 0300 323 0161. Welcome to this FARS podcast. FARS in Gaelic means growth, and through these podcasts, we aim to help you grow your croft or small holding. On this podcast, we speak about going to the mart for the first time, and we also visit a farmer's market on Isla Sky. That is the sound of a store lamb sale in full flow. As a new start going to the mart, whether you're buying or selling, can feel very daunting. I spoke to Ian Tolmey, Managing Director of Dingwall and Highland Marts, to get advice on what steps you should take. Yeah, new starts coming to us, it would be a good idea perhaps to phone in advance uh, with their plans, the type of stock they have, and just have a chat with any one of the auctioneers that we have here. Always pleased to help when we can, that's the aim of the whole job. Um, so if they made their, themselves known to us, we could perhaps come down a day that was convenient, a sale on or even not uh, a non-sale day, we could take time out to go over the whole process if that's what the, the was required, if they were uh, a wee bit uncertain about any part of the whole process, they could uh, make that known to us and we'd talk it through and try and make the, the day as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. The uh, last thing we want is folk to not enjoy the experience of coming to this good facility that we have, advance knowledge through what we were in the habit of doing every day, pass back to anybody new to the job, they would be always willing to accommodate. I know you have to book in, so could you tell us the procedure about booking in? Yeah, well, we have, uh, well, it's, there's maybe an older-fashioned method of doing it, but it's, a, what you would say, universal to all the staff members that can take the bookings over the phone, but we also do email online booking forms there through our website. Not just a big build-up of that yet, but uh, obviously, like IT things move on, that'll uh, possibly get more used. But at the moment, uh, the the sale date, the sale type of stock, the entry would be the uh, you know the, the consigner's name, address, whether they're farm assured or not, the type of stock, a number of stock, the class of stock. Uh, all these uh, details will be taken over the phone and put into the entry book. So once you're booked in, the sale date coming up. On the day of the sale, it's it's a massive, lots of layerage, lots of loading banks. Your trailer, who helps you there? How would you be helped there? Well, at certain times of the day, we're very much stretched, and just a wee bit of patience might be required. But generally, we have a you know a, a team put together that'll help all parts of the sale. Let's call it parts of the sale, maybe um, being the penny up from the loading banks would be the first thing or from the Ladage Fields and some of the West Coast and Island and North Stock will come to us in advance. They get taken in early morning, split up according to the classes of stock and in the catalogue order that uh, is produced the day or maybe two days before the sale. That's uh, the reason for the bookings, the details and all the, 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 sa- the sale order is made up from there. The order is a lot to do with what parish you're in, is that correct, how it works? Well, it can be, it can be. We try and be fair and move that around a bit. Uh, and also, the, the, what's in that we're, we actually know that's going to be there for us to sell early morning. That can be important as well. 
uh, in the flow of the sale that tries to keep to a catalogue, um, then we know that we've got enough pens, which we try very hard to make sure that folk have enough room for the size of stock and the number of stock. So it all is adds to the importance of the correct number booked and, I must stress, a correct mark put on, a stock mark put on that is known to us in advance uh, is often very helpful. So once they're penned up and ready to go, the procedures then into the ring and yeah, that's well, again well the team of guys that took them from the loading banks or from the pen them from the layerage they'll concentrate on that side of the job there's another team when the sale starts they'll spread out from the pen to the ring sorting pushing them forward and maybe finer sorting from any small lots that need to be taken out uh, before the individual lots are put through the ring so that, that'll be the next part of the procedure the seller hopefully if he's in attendance and he has specific um, instructions that he wants us to follow, then that will be done. Uh, and then if he follows him into the ring, if that's what he wants, if not, he can make himself known to the side of the ring and uh, we'll try and again make it to suit the seller as best we can. And that that's one of the key points, is there's a lot of advice as you're going along, especially as a new person, sorry, a new start. It's great to have that advice. Yes, indeed it is. Uh, that would be where, you know, making themselves known to one of the auctioneers in advance, and then we would possibly get a chance to see the stock before they leave the pens, or even before they come to the sale for that of it. But certainly, a wee while before uh, the, the sale starts would be a, a good time to have a look and just give a wee bit more advice if it was needed, or if neighbours are there with the, whoever, the new seller, if the neighbours are guiding them, uh, that's fine as well. We'll, we'll. We're wanting to make it as easier process as we possibly can. And once you get into the ring, the auctioneer in, in his box ready to go, what advice would you give the seller on what they should be doing? Well, it's not, if they have a list of the, the order of sale, that's fine, but I wouldn't put pressure on folk to just do that in case it works slightly out of that um, order. But if they know that they've got a clear mark for, their, for instance, their weather lambs from their ewe lambs, or maybe a tap lamb and a short mouth lamb separated out of a lot, out of the lot. All these things that can be done in advance of them going into the ring would, and then knowing which particular class it is once they are in the ring immediately, it makes it easy for the flow of the sale, but it also makes a more comfortable experience for the seller. Well, after they're sold, well, that's, the, that's hopefully to a price that uh, people are happy with. That's the aim of the whole job, to make sure that folk are happy with what they've got. They'll, they'll be penned up for the buyers then, so that's the major part of the responsibility of the seller finished. So they would go then, after about five or ten minutes even, to the office, or right away if they were in a hurry. They could go to the office, they would be issued with their cheque for the number of sheep. That number of sheep would be uh, agreed or from the licence that would be provided on arrival. That's one of the laws of the movement of sheep. There's got to be the correct licence on arrival, so with the, and correctly tagged, of course. So if all that fitted into place and the right number was balanced up between seller and our, our own office members, then they would get their cheque, and that would be the process over. So it's a, it's a very smooth process from start to finish in terms of the office side, certainly, everything's yeah. taken care of. Well, if, if everybody does their bit accurately counting before they leave home, yeah. we count them if that balances, that's one job out of the way. If we know that they're clearly marked and the correct amount of sheep booked in good time before the sale, that means, you know, so advertising is very important. So buyers know the number that we have, the classic stock we have. 
So that's another part of the process, the very first part of it, that's most important. Um, then we have enough room to pen them. We know exactly whose stock it is through the catalogue order. They come forward with clear instruction as they go uh, as to what we're actually selling, and then they're penned up. And if that all balances, there's no reason why it can't be just uh, smooth an operation as possible. Yeah. And could you t- tell us a little bit about buying for for your first time what advice you'd give someone who's on the other side of the ring what what should they be looking to do and what advice would you give them well again if they were made themselves known to us what in particular they might be after then we could guide as to what would be the best sale to attend or the best sales or maybe a number of sales that the same type of stock could be purchased at uh, so a phone call in advance again, um, in, an introduction, what area they're from and what they might be in particular after, uh, particularly if it was breeding stock, uh, was it, if it was ewe lambs, well there's certain sales that would be good for that, there's breeding ewes again, there's certain sales that would be good for that according to the class of, and the breed that they might require. And one of, the, one of the key things, how do you notice a bid going in with some people, it's incredible just a flinch isn't it but you you learn yeah well at times for the majority of stock you can through the through experience we know that the buyers are wanting different types of stock so you can look to them and we don't need much of a signal but if it's somebody uh, that are only after a particular class that's we don't haven't introduced themselves to us which is not always necessary it's only there as a guide for anybody new and wanting any help if they know what they're wanting to do, they'll maybe hold their hand up, they can uh, flap their hand or uh, make a signal that's known for us for a start and then a small signal does after that. But if somebody knew for a particular class of stock, we would try our best to always look to the lots that we may have guided them that would be suitable for them and therefore not miss them giving them the chance to buy. And one of the clear messages coming from today, I would say, is definitely it's... it's uh, it's an experience rather than a chore, so not to worry and just to feel relaxed. People will help. Yeah, there's, we're, we're trying to help. That's the aim of what we're doing here. We wanted to make it an experience that folk do want to come and do want to come and, and continue to want to come. Um, so anything we can do to make that experience better, that's what we're, the aim is. But So anybody that has any worries at all with whatever part of that process, if they make it known to us, we'll do our very best. If they speak to somebody... Any of the auctioneers in particular, it would be good to get the name and make sure that you can relate to that guy again to save going through the whole process with some, somebody else. So that would be another bit of advice. If they spoke to any one of our auctioneers uh, and knew who they were speaking to, then they could go straight to the next point rather than having to go through the whole process or procedure or give the guidance. Um, they could start pick it up where they left off. I think that's out great bit of advice and thanks very much Ian for your your kind words and I hope you have great sales this coming year. Yeah that's the hope for us all (laughs) Uh, so the better it is for us the better it is for everybody and uh, thank you very much. I'm here with John McKinnon who crofts at Strewn Moor here on Isle of Sky and John is an experienced mark goer as they come. Can you give us any advice, John, for someone new going to the mart for the first time or just doesn't have that experience? Well, going to the mart for the first time, I would advise before you actually sell anything, if there's time, maybe go to a a sale and just watch what happens through the day. 
and then you'll get an idea of uh, how things happen how they obviously the, you, you box them in or a, if you've got a number that a lorry will take them in and you get allocated a pen uh, and in Portree especially there you get uh, wee hurdles which uh, then you can sort them into lots sometimes it's quite busy you know so if you've got uh, time at home I would advise you know maybe to put a wee mark on your lamb so you can batch them into into sizes and uh, or sexes but a, a very neat mark uh, a big splodge of paint doesn't doesn't look good for 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 selling you know so and you can maybe even leave your top lambs with no mark at all you know because that's the ones you really want to do as as, as well as possible once you get to to the mart and unload there's plenty of staff there and they know exactly what they're doing and they're very good they'll they'll help you to your pain and there's plenty of people about as well you know they, you're bound to know somebody about or a neighbor or that that would give you a hand for the first time and that that, that helps as well even your first time even though the experience and you've been brought up it must have been quite a nervous nervous experience going going to the mart when you, when you know it's all on you aye well also also it's it's payday really you know so you're wanting everything just to go just to go fine and if if you uh, i mean there's there's people there they well on in years and they get nervous before before a sale you know obviously when you go a, a lot of times it's uh, it's like the the mart staff it's it's second nature you, you just get on with it Ah, you you want to get it right. You want to you want to show your lambs or cows, whatever you have, just as as good as you can. That's the last thing you can do before you sell. It's just to to batch them, so they're all kind of the same size. If they if they're looking good, they run into the jump into the ring there, and they're, they're all a similar size. That's that's what the buyers want, you know. So you could get an extra fifty pence ahead on on them just for 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 presenting them well. That's a excellent point is just that bit of time before can make the big difference yeah it, it, it's the same with uh, with showing stock you know you just that wee bit of extra there just to p- present them the best you possibly can you know and and it, it, it does show and, and the buyers are looking for a for a certain thing so you you top draw lambs especially a big advocate of keeping them as clean as yeah. possible you know when you're working with them I know the, in the autumn there you maybe won't get uh, all, all all dry days, but the worst thing you can do. I've seen good lambs going through the mart that I've just been in, in the fangs for for days beforehand, which I mean you can't really do do much about. And they come in and they're they're dirty, you know, and they don't look good. And, and I've seen good lots of lambs going through there pretty cheap because just because of how they look. So if you can get them looking as as, as good as you can and. Supposing you you draw them and, and and the boys in the mart just before they go into the ring say oh, we'll pull this one out it's going to spoil that yeah. draw of lambs here just listen to them people like that have got the experience and and they're doing it day in day out so they, they'll keep you, they'll keep you right if you listen to people that have got the ex- experience there they're, they're there to help you not to hinder you so and and that helps make the the whole experience a bit easier you know it's it's you don't have to do it all yourself yeah. you can get help you know and, and don't be don't be scared to ask somebody well, thanks very much and of course it's a day out <laughs> and meeting other people as well neighbors as such who are so busy it's a great social 
time as well. Oh, it, it certainly is. It, 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 you almost get the bug of, of, of going because you meet so many people and then even if you're, you're buying the likes of hay and that or you're looking for wintering, the best thing is if you speak to somebody, somebody else knows somebody. Ah, he might yeah, know, yeah. and 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 that's how you make all your contacts like that. And and it's it is an enjoyable day out. Well, as long as the prices are good, you know, <laughs> there's not a lot yeah. you could do about that. But if you can present things to the best of your ability, there you'll get rewarded for what you produce. It was great to visit a local farmers market at Glendale on the Isle of Skye. I spoke to customers and stallholders on one of their very busy days. Hi, uh, uh, my name is Andrea Holden and uh, I've come from Germany originally but I've been living here for about six years now and I really like the market and it's just our weekly opportunity to do some local shopping but it's just a small number of stalls and uh, you have to be pretty much on time to to get something but uh, everything they sell is really excellent quality and... It's worth rushing down for 11. <laughs> My name is Donna Williams, and I'm here from uh, Sydney, BC, in Canada, near Victoria. And could you tell us a little bit why you're here today at the Glendale Market? Well, I'm on Sky because we had a brief holiday here two years ago, and we loved it so much that we came back. We were directed here in one of the flyers that talked about the artisans and the markets and the events and your market was mentioned and so here we are even though the sky yeah. is not exactly as beautiful as it has been no, on other days no, no. <laughs> and do you have similar things in uh, in your home in Canada yes there we have many local markets and just the same kind of feeling crafts and and food and yeah. and an appreciative audience my name's Anthony Hovey. I run Sky Vegetables. Um, I've been on Sky since 2004, and I have a market garden over at uh, Toteg in the Hoosabost um, area. And here on the market, I've got uh, cabbages, potatoes, carrots, spring onions, lettuces, French beans, broad beans, a few other things I've probably missed out. The, the market itself today, very active. I'm sure that's been the case throughout the summer. Yes, well, we're very lucky. We have a, a core group of lo- local regulars, which is very, very important to us. And then, we, of course, we have the, the, the visitors to Sky that pass by here on the way to Nice Point. How long has the market been going? This is now our fourth year. We started in 2015. Your, your own produce, you have a market garden. You also supply to local restaurants and such, shops? Yes, I, yes, I do. I supply to restaurants. More, most recently, I've been supplying the Red Roof restaurant which is reopened this year as a three-night-a-week restaurant. We spoke to Callum Johnston, a food and drink specialist, and he gave us his views why farmers' markets are so popular. So the Glendale Highland Market is a relatively small uh, market uh, on Sky, and it's one which has got great opportunities to expand. Um, When you look at farmers' markets across Scotland, uh, there's now... There's now over over 70 uh, farmers markets and stallholders across the country, and they're well received by by locals and uh, and tourists uh, combined. Farmers markets are are excellent. It's an excellent way to to showcase fresh local produce from the croft or from farms, and it links very very well with uh, consumer trends and what customers are are very much looking for. So nowadays consumers want they want quality. 
Uh, they want local traceable food uh, and drink with strong provenance. Customers nowadays, they, they love a story. They love to hear where their food and drink uh, comes from. It's all about, as a crofter or smallholder or, or farmer, it's, it's all about telling a story to your customers. Uh, and, and Highland markets or farmers markets are a great way for for farmers, crofters to interact with their customers and directly talk to their customers. And, and their customers, you know, customers want to know where their food's coming from, the way that animals are, are reared, you know, the, the breeds of, of sheep or cattle or chickens. It can be, you know, the animal welfare. And a, a great story for, um, for restaurants and cafes is to be able to point out the window and say, oh, the lamb that you're eating came from that field out there. And I think it's really important to to support local markets. You know, if you're a local person, or uh, you know, if you if you run a local business, it's really important to support these these markets. And I think more can be done to advertise through online um, media platforms. So so social media is really good. Platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and more visual platforms like Instagram and YouTube. That that famous saying that. You know, one picture uh, tells a thousand words and I think it's really important to take pictures and post them online of fresh produce, of the markets. And if you can provide a, a YouTube clip of, you know, a couple of minutes just de- describing what you do uh, is a great way of, of advertising to, to both locals and, and tourists. Hi, I'm Glenis McLean I'm from Sky Free Range, which is just outside Dunvegan. I sell free range chicken and um, also beef products this year at the market. It's every Tuesday, isn't it, here at Glendale in the, the hub of Glendale, the centre, and it covers the west of Sky, would you say, produce wise? Um, yes, it certainly covers sort of from Dunvegan across to Glendale um, and yes, it's here every Tuesday from uh, middle, of the Ju- middle of June, which is when the veg producers start to have some produce, through to uh, around about the first, second week of September. You have free-range chicken that you sell here as well as your beef. Can you tell us about your produce? Yes, I rear um, chickens. I get them from Donald the Hen um, as day-olds, rear them up. They free rain, rain on the croft and things, and once they're about 14, 16 weeks old, then they're ready, So, and we process them on the croft. And then we've also been rearing Shetland beef, and so the pure Shetland beef is beautiful. It's a slow-maturing beef, and it's got... We've decided this year to to send that away and um, and I've made some burgers and some sausages this year along with mince and stew and things and they've been selling really well at the the market here. Who buys? Is it local or is it very much tourists? It's a big mixture. We've definitely got um, locals that come down and they're here for bang on 11 o'clock because they don't want to miss out and they're... They're definitely locals to Glendale, but we've got locals that travel as well, some from Wardenish, some from Dunvegan area. And then there are the tourists that pop in. We've got the flyers in some of the holiday homes and things. And the the, the word's starting to get out. We're on Facebook and Twitter, and um, people are starting to hear about us. So, yeah, there's good produce here. Because even today, it's it's not the best of days. There's plenty, plenty of people just passing and just popping in which is really good yeah that's that's the biggest thing i mean there's about a thousand cars go past here every day to nice point and if we could cap- capture just 
a few of those, which we do, then it's great. But unfortunately, still people come, they're up here on holiday, they're coming to their holiday homes and they unfortunately they're still bringing all of their food with them. Um, and if we can, we're trying to get the word out that there is really good local produce here. You don't need to bring everything with you. You can come and buy local. That's a great point. And do you find that people come every year and they're starting to come to you more and more? Yes, we've had repeat custom from people that were here last year, the year before, that just up on holiday, and then so they're timing it now and they realise they've remembered us, so they're straight down to the market. Um, we had a couple that uh, were new to us. They were up for two weeks, staying actually in Wardenish, um, and they came across both weeks, so it's great. Can you see it developing more, or is it just, just nice at the moment? It is nice. Um, it would be nice to have a few more producers um, coming. It is small at the moment. And the more producers we've got, if we could have a few more, um, then the more people you get coming because there's a greater greater diversity. The more diversity you've got, the more they actually, actually buy off you as well. The Scottish Farming Advisory Service provides a telephone advice line which you can call for free advice. The number is 0300 323 0161. Visit the FAS website at www.fas.scot to find out about free events near you.